Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, we got some breaking news out of the association. Yeah, with Mark Drumheller, I'm Jim Rodriguez. We got a woge bomb on a holiday. Man, it never rests. The Brooklyn Nets have fired head coach Jacques Vaughn. Uh, the Nets 21 and 33, not an impressive record, but they were only two and a half games out of the play-in game behind the Atlanta Hawks. A uh, surprising move to say the least, because they just gave him a multi-year extension just this offseason. And, you know, he took over for Steve Nash. Uh, Mark, interesting. I mean, I, I can only go by our friends at Friday, man. How you get fired on your day off? How you get fired on vacation? <laughs> Rock is out in Brooklyn. It's not a good day, right, when you get fired on your day off. So uh, <laughs> this one, I mean, I, I felt like he pro- it's a bad situation there in Brooklyn. Right? It's, like, it's a tough spot to win with all they've been through and all the, you know, Ben Simmons is there. He's never on the floor and that whole situation. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like you just gave him an extension. Is it? Are, are we jumping the gun a little bit? Like, is this a little bit? I would have liked to see the season at least play out. Like, what good does it do firing them now? I, I guess that's my question to you, Jim. Like, why do it now? Like, I get it. They're two and a half games out of a play-in game situation. And maybe, again, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not a Nets insider, uh, and I'd have to make some phone calls. But is it? are you trying to sort of – get a little spark into that locker room that, Hey, you're two and a half games out. We can make it. And maybe Jacques wasn't the the voice or his message. There's gotta be something else because all of a sudden this is a team that wasn't expected to really be that good as expect. It's a, it's a rebuild mode. And yet, you know, at two and a half games out of a play in game, not the worst case scenario for Brooklyn. So you just got to wonder if there's any sort of breakdown between Jacques and the general manager, the locker room, some sort of 
uh, you know, differences, philosophies, because yeah, you just, again, you just gave this guy an extension. So if you're handing out money, listen, I've got a, I've got a Venmo account that I would love to pass over to the Brooklyn Nets. You know, if you're just going to give people money and then get rid of them. It, it's, it's curious to see where this comes out already on social media, the words shocked, disappointment, confusion those are the words that are that are being bantied around uh, out there it's it's an interesting situation and then of course mark comes the okay well who takes over right who's gonna want to take over and this is a bad look and this is why i'm not a fan of unless you really really need to do it like i'm not a fan of firing your coach in season because i think it puts you in a bad situation that exact scenario that you you spoke of you know jim let's say they do bring in you know an interim coach or whatever you know he sits and then he does get a spark, right? So now at the end of the year, you got to make a decision on this guy. We saw this in the NFL with Anthony Pierce and the Raiders, right? You got to make a decision on this guy on whether, like, he's really the right guy going forward that you want to commit to. And then the players get attached to him. And then there's a dynamic there. And you have to wonder is, hey, was this just kind of like a new head coach bump? Or is this really the guy that we want to, you know, steer our new direction? You know, is that what we want? And so I, I think it's just bad. It just puts you in like a weird situation. Even if they have success, like if you're doing this right now, do you really need, like if you're the Nets, were you really counting on that playoff revenue that much? Like, is that really what this is all about, right? You need to get some home playoff games. Like you needed the money that much. You got to fire them right now. I don't understand it. I don't think it makes it attractive for other coaches to want to come there. And I think you could pigeonhole yourself into a situation of where, hey, you know what, you bring in a new guy. You don't know if he's really the guy. He might just get a spark for, you know, a, a couple months here down the stretch. And then you have to evaluate that situation instead of just let the season play out. You weren't going to win the East anyway, right? You, you had a ton of, like, you know, roster changes and things of that nature. Let it play out. Make a decision in the offseason. See who's available. See if they can bring in move this franchise to where you want it to go. But to me, a little patience would have probably been a better here than, uh, you know, just firing Vaughn in the middle of February. Yeah, it's a 28-game season now for whoever takes over uh, the Brooklyn Nets' head coaching job. And, you know, can they push him over the top and get him into a play-in game situation? Again, they're only two and a half games behind Atlanta for the final play-in spot it wouldn't even be a home game. <laughs> They'd have to go to Chicago or somewhere. So it, yeah. it's, an, it's an interesting situation uh, in Brooklyn. And again, it just reeks, reeks of uh, the fun in dysfunction. All right, let's go back to the college game. PJ Glasser, by the way, is going to join us next segment. Well, I'm sure we'll get into more college hoops with him. I'm sure we'll get into some golf. Uh, probably even talk about the the Orioles and, and, and their woes to start uh, the spring with their injuries. But uh, again, you know, we, we talked about it earlier, you know, UConn seems to be head and shoulders uh, above it, and they've proved it with their win over Marquette, just uh, staying in the wall over in Hartford, while Purdue, who was granted and, and, and crowned the number one overall seed by the NCAA committee, goes out and, and lays an egg at, in, in Columbus. Uh, I wanted to touch some other things, some other teams we didn't talk about, maybe down the board a little bit, and maybe on the West, because I'm a West Coast guy. You know, I always, always want to give the West some love. What about Arizona? They, according to the committee, they're number one in the West. They would be with Kansas, Duke, and Auburn. Arizona, you know, very quietly, a team that Purdue beat, by the way, uh, just out there in the Pac-12, just doing their thing. Uh, are, are are they some of the team we should be keeping an eye on to make a deep run? 
I think it's possible. I, I want to see more, you know, at Arizona. I feel like it's almost like there's three tiers. If you include, uh, well, it's actually UConn's their own tier, and then there's a second tier, <laughs> and then there's that lower tier. But Arizona's kind of at the bottom of that second tier outside of UConn, where they're, you know, mixed in with the other probably potential one seeds, right? Purdue, uh, Houston, uh, you know, in that mix. Out of those teams, are they the most likely team to knock off UConn? I think possibly, because when you look at the other ones, you look at Purdue, we don't trust Purdue, right? I mean, we, we've already talked about it. Like, they're not, not going even to get enough bit. out of their guards. Yeah, like, I don't I don't trust Purdue. And then, so then the other one is Houston. And Houston, it, it's the same thing. Like, it's all defense, you know, it, almost similar to Purdue is where if they get in a situation where a team's able to, you know, score on them and, and you know, get up on them by possibly double digits. Like, are they going to be able to shoot their way back? Uh, you know, I think we've seen year after year, that's primarily the spot where Houston struggles. And it always seems like always in the tournament, you you find yourself in that spot. You have to get out of it, right? It, there's a little bit of luck that gets involved in the tournament. You know, you have to skate by sometimes, win a game that you maybe shouldn't have won um, in order to advance. That's why they call it survive and advance. But I think out of those teams, out of the potential ones, I do think Arizona might have – you know, the best chance of knocking off like a UConn, but I just need to see more out of them. Uh, but it's almost by default. Like when you look at these teams, it's like, you know, I, it's hard to make a case for any of them, but I do like Arizona better than the other teams kind of in, in that second half, of, I guess the odds board, when you look at it, like outside of the top four, you know, Auburn fell flat, Tennessee, they don't have enough scoring. They're not going to have enough scoring when they need to. North Carolina, way too inconsistent, you know? So I, I do think there's a little bit of potential there with the, the Wildcats worth keeping your eye on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and 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 I, and you touched it right there when you said North Carolina. They, uh, the committee, which put out these these rankings before the Saturday games, North Carolina is second in the East behind UConn. They went UConn, Carolina, Iowa State, and Wisconsin. If if I'm if I'm uh, UConn, I am licking my chops here because I mean I think 
North Carolina way too inconsistent. Wisconsin just lost. Iowa State is a legitimate team that I think could make some hay. And even last week we had guys there on the show saying that they have bet Iowa State, you know, I think it was 30 to one to win the, to win the whole thing. North Carolina, they may not even win their own conference. And to be the number two seed in the East, according to the committee, that, that raised my eyebrows there. Yeah, I would much rather take a shot, you know, if we're going to talk about Blue Bloods with Duke than I would at North Carolina at 18-1. to 1. Like, you know, you're going to get a better number on Duke, and I think, you know, what they're getting out of the freshman, uh, you know, McLean, it, I think that they're a team that I could see having more success in March than I than I would North Carolina. The Tar Heels went through that spurt to where they were playing well defensively. Um, we spoke about this with Kentucky to where it's like that's that type of thing you have to watch to see if it's for real, see if it plays out, right? We're going to find out with Kentucky, but North Carolina defensively, uh, you know, coming down a little bit. So I, I don't like them. I, I don't like them. I would much rather take a shot with like a team like Duke. If we're going to get down in the odds boards to where we're talking about like 20 to 1, I'd, I'd be more comfortable with them than I would with North Carolina. Yeah, I made this bet last week uh, to win the ACC regular season. I had Virginia at eleven to one. They gone down to nine to one. Carolina is the favorite, minus two fifty. Duke, who you were talking about, they're they're next at two to one. Uh, then Virginia at nine to one. I mean, listen uh, again. I, I I don't know how North Carolina with that wildly inconsistent play, other than being North Carolina. And let's be honest, I've said this many times, especially with the, the you know college football uh, playoff, you know, you go with the teams that name recognition because at the end of the day, it's a business, you know. I love San Diego mm-hmm. State. I love FAU. But if it came down to it, you pick a North Carolina. You pick an Alabama in football always. Uh, sorry, Florida State. Uh, but North Carolina <laughs> wildly, I think, overrated at number two uh, in, in the East by the committee. Again, I like Virginia. to win. They might not, they might not even win their own conference. I love Virginia at 9-1 to one there. Yeah, Virginia, big game tonight, right? Can't wait to talk to PJ about that one. Iowa State, lots of good games, um, you know, in that top 25 that's going to help shape us. But, yeah, I just think there's gaps there, man. And I think that you're paying a little bit at this price for the North Carolina name at 18-1. to 1. They haven't been consistent enough. And there's time, right? They, they, could, they could show it down the stretch. Maybe that helps us buy in. But the number is only going to get shorter if that happens. So you're probably not in a position – where you're going to maximize value on the Tar Heels. Yeah, and and oh, by the way, the Mountain West, Mark, could get six teams into this thing. San Diego State, who was, who was in the championship game last year, they were ranked fourth by the committee, fourth in the Midwest. It was Purdue, Tennessee, Baylor, and the Aztecs. So watch out for San Diego. That, you know, there's always a little West Coast flavor in there. Uh, FAU lost. They lost to, to South Florida. So all of a sudden, maybe they're coming back down to earth. Miami, the last remaining Final Four team from last year, they might not even get in this year. So you're listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. You can listen to us on the Odyssey app. You can, of course, watch the show on twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Coming up next, PJ Glasser. Yeah, he hosts Send It In on this very network. He's going to talk. He's going to join us. More college hoops. You know he's going to talk about some golf. That's next. With Mark, I'm J-Rod. It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.